Hello, and welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. You might have just heard a commercial, and I just want to tell you something real brief before I move on any further. This is very important to me. Uh, you know what? The uh, If you heard a commercial, and it might have been an anti-Biden or pro-Trump ad that was leading to this podcast, I do not approve of that message. Strange Talk with Doc is definitely not a pro-Trump podcast. Those messages you heard were from RSS podcast hosting sites. Some to name are like TalkShoe, where they have placed ads on the program that I have completely no control of. Actually, this will be an ad-free show for me. I will not have any ads in the middle. I'm just going to go through the show because I wanted to get that point across to you. I do not approve. Once again, I do not approve. Doc does not approve of anti-Biden ads and pro-Trump ads. Now, I understand if they're going to run pro-Trump ads, that they should also run sometimes pro-Biden ads. But like I said, I don't have control over this. And this is why I named the show, I will have complete control. I am going to learn the ins and out of how to podcast properly and have complete control of all of my intellectual properties. Matter of fact, this week I had to send out several notices to certain podcast hosting sites that had old pictures, old logos that I no longer use, names that I of an old show that I used to do that I never gave them the authority. But you have to read these fine prints, people. And these fine prints, they say allowing yourself to be hosted on certain sites gives them the right to then distribute it to other places. They don't necessarily update your information. And on top of it, this is a business. So they want to make money. And with them wanting to make money, they place ads. You do not get pre-approval of these ads. Now, when I do my podcast via Anchor, I do the ad. So I'm approving of the words that are coming out of my mouth. But when they add an ad, especially, I mean, it's to the point where I got irate. I had to send out these letters because I was like, what? How has anybody there ever listened to this show? Do they hear the words that come out of my mouth? Do they see some of the titles that are listed of these programs? They are clearly anti-Trump titles. I have said many things anti-Trump. I can't think about anything in the three years where I could actually say I agree with the man about anything. The day of the week, the time of the day, anything. So now that that is clear to you, and I hope it is crystal clear, I have no control over that. But I am going to work my hardest, especially if you would help me out by sponsoring or help to sponsor the Strange Talk with Doc program. If you do that then I can be relieved of dealing with some of this minutia of going through sites to have ads. I can be ad-free. You can enjoy the program without a single solitary ad other than anything that I would be sponsored. If you sponsor me, I will put your ad in place. And I have no problem with that. As long as it's a company or a business that I can truthfully say in my heart of hearts, is something that I can get behind, yes, I will sponsor you. I don't care what you have. I don't care if you 
run some kind of clothing business, music. It does not make a difference. As long as it's not something that brings down the general public and it builds up something, I am with you. So let's move on with the show. I'm sorry to bother you with that, but I had to get that off my chest or I would have been a fraud. And I don't want you to hear those commercials and hear me talk and say, what a fraudulent person. He'll do anything for money. No, I am not making a cent off of that. So we had Hurricane Delta and Laura. They have smashed the Louisiana area. 370,000 people down there are without power. And I'm hoping that the government steps in and helps these people ASAP. This is not a delayed situation. When you have no electricity, it takes you back to a stone age. I mean, you might not be able to have even cell phone services. Nobody knows if you're all right, things of that nature. And this is the time for the government to shine, FEMA to shine. Trump gets a chance to shine and show that he's a human being, not just a photo op. But when these people are in desperate shape and they're going to need everything, and I even stated this on my last show, they are going to need everything from medical supplies to food. I mean, we need to help them. Any American that is in harm, that is in danger, that is hurting, if we learn to help each other from the government on down, this will be a beautiful place to be. So the COVID deaths have now reached 215,000 in the United States of America. We got 7.8 million cases here. Worldwide, we had 37.3 and 1.1 million dead. We have still no grasp on this. Everything that you almost hear about COVID is rumor and innuendo, hopes, dreams, but nothing concrete that you could actually lay your head down on. And it's sad. Even though the U.S. officials said that they're aiming to open air travel between New York and London by the holidays, I understand the airline business has suffered. I have uh, what you call coupons for flights myself that I had to cancel because I could not take my trips. And I'm hoping that we get back to normal. I mean, I really want to get back to normal. It is super frustrating. And I understand the frustration because I'm living through it, too. It's not like I'm immune from this situation. There are things that I wanted to do in 2020 that I just said, you know what, man? You can't. You have to be responsible. You know? So the Taliban has endorsed Trump. Okay. He had to turn down the endorsement. But that just goes to show you the kind of people... Who like him. The Taliban likes Trump. Okay? So the New York Times reported also that Trump wanted to do some Superman stunt. Remember when he came out from the hospital and he went up on that balcony and he dramatically took off his mask? He wanted to have a Superman t-shirt underneath his white shirt and do the, you know, the Superman unbuttoning the shirt thing. And luckily, and somebody got a hold of him, because I know he does not own a Superman shirt. They got to him and told him, this would not be right. Do not do it. I mean, he wasn't up there looking steady. Matter of fact, if you go back and look at the video, it was insane. The salute was insane. The walk away, come back and re-salute as though he was Captain fucking America. He was insane by an insane man, you know? So now Trump's buddy... Every time something happens with Trump and he needs a distraction or diversion just for a moment, Kim Jong-un holds this 
humongous military parade, which Trump fakes being furious over because there's some new weapons that he showed at this parade. I mean, this was madness by Kim Jong. It's madness by Trump. But every time he needs his buddy, his buddy is there for him. So he held a uh, event, Trump, at the White House, the first one he had since the COVID. And he stood in front of his hundreds of sycophants, a lot of black people with this uh, Candace Owens nonsense, and he told them that he's feeling great as he dramatically once again rips off his mask. What's the purpose of wearing a mask if you want to just dramatically, like it's an unveiling, like he's the mask singer or some shit? What is the matter with this dude, right? Then he tweets out, he cannot give or get COVID-19. He is not potentially harmful to anybody. So Twitter had to actually say, this is nonsense. They allowed the tweet, but they had to tag it. He sends out false information so many times over and over again that he has to be actually like check like a three-year-old before they pass in their homework. And it's really a shame, man, that a person in power has to be looked after like a child. So the Hasidic Jews in New York City are bugging out right now, okay? We understand they have some high holy holidays, but you have to put other people's lives and say that they matter also. I would like the Jewish or Hasidic community in Brooklyn, per se, New York City, to be mentious, which just means be a good person. If you be a good person, that means you look out for your neighbor, you do nothing to harm your fellow man, and it'd be a beautiful thing to show that they are also with the system, even though I did not like to see Hasidic Jews waving the Trump flag. I didn't even know if they voted, but I guess they do go to the polls and vote. But it's a bad, bad look, a horrible look to be trying to sue. I mean, you're trying to sue against doing the right thing. If you call yourself a highly religious person, it's your obligation to show the world that you are about doing the right thing at all times. And right now, they're getting a big F, a big, fat, red F on the report card. And I don't think it's cool, man. I really wish that they would calm themselves, that their leadership would say, come on, man, we want to be a shining light. We want to show other people that if they ain't got it together, we got it together. We got it together for our own, and we got it together for our neighbors who might not be affiliated with us. So we're going to talk some sports, and we're going to get out of here. I'm not going to hold you long. This upcoming Saturday, which I believe is the 17th, I will not be doing a show, nor will I be doing a show next Monday the 19th. I am taking a week off just to refresh my batteries, and I will be back on the 24th, and I believe the 22nd, something like that. You could check the dates. It's on my website. Like I said, you could always go to my website, check me out there, leave me a message, find out how you can also be on Strange Talk with Doc and give your part, your feed your views on some of the subject matters that will be listed there. So it's not like you'll be coming on blindly. I do leave hints and clues of some of the things that I will be discussing on my webpage. So the Dodgers and the 
Atlanta Braves start their series tonight at 8.08, the National League Division Championship. And Houston and Tampa started yesterday. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays are one game up. They won the game two. two no, actually, they won the game one, two to one, I believe. And game two is tonight at 4.07 p.m. So LeBron James is now a four-time MVP with three different teams. That is phenomenal. That is fantastic. That is great. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers on their 17th championship. That is a crazy number. I believe it ties the Boston Celtics for the most all-time. And in which you would say the modern era, nobody has won more championships in the NBA than the Lakers. When Boston won a lot of those championships, the league was not as big, and they won a bunch in a row. But the Lakers have had like several three wins here, three wins here, two wins there. And the Lakers played a team that was hurting a little bit. I'm not making any excuses for Miami. Miami fought as hard as they could. They at least pulled out two games. They pushed the Lakers to a 4-2 win. But I just want to say this say this real brief, not the shit on LeBron James parade at all. Winning four MVPs for three different teams does not make you Michael Jordan, my friend. Michael Jordan won six MVPs for one team and was the most dominated player of his time. Not only that, Michael never lost a final. LeBron is now four and six in his finals. He would have to play to the age of 39 or 40 just to get to 500, which means he would have to play two more seasons, win both just to be at six and six. I take six and oh over six and six any day. It's not just the trips. It's also the winning. And but I can't take anything away from him. This is a hell of an accomplishment. I thought it was going to be Kawhi to reach the be the first guy to be a three-time MVP for three different teams. But the Clippers, they poo-pooed the bed, as we all know. So Fight Island had a card this weekend, Marlon Marais versus Corey Sandage. And Sandage was shocking, man. I mean, he's better than I thought he was. There, uh, there was some devastating knockouts on this card. So if you have not got a chance to actually see this card, you can go back, and I'm sure ESPN will have it either on their website or on demand on regular cable TV, and you can go back. This is a highly entertaining card. Like I said, some devastating knockouts. I mean, one of the knockouts on the card was like a all-time great. No joke, no joke. So the Carolina Panthers beat the Atlanta Falcons yesterday, 23-16. to And Teddy Bridgewater is playing football that I didn't know that he had in him. I am so glad to see Teddy recover and get back to the point where he is a viable, reliable starting quarterback in the NFL. But speaking of those Atlanta Falcons, who are now 0-5, they finally fired their head coach, Dan Quinn, and they also fired their general manager, Thomas Dimitrov. This was a while in coming. I mean, Atlanta, this season for Atlanta was horrendous. I understand that Julio Jones didn't play yesterday, but that is not an excuse. They had games in hand, and Dan Quinn is also the coach who had the Super Bowl in hand, 25-point lead against New England Patriots, and found a way to lose that. 
Now, here's a game that shocked a lot of people. The Las Vegas Raiders beat those Kansas City Chiefs 40-32. to The Raiders' offense and Gruden. Gruden didn't look good coming out the gate, but Gruden seems to have turned this bad boy around, and they look like a pretty good team. A threat for the championship? No, but they have an offense that looks strong enough that they should be able to compete and be a playoff team. So congratulations to the Las Vegas Raiders and you know what? The Kansas City Chiefs just lost one game. I didn't think they were going to go undefeated anyway, so it's no big deal. The Los Angeles Rams beat that Washington football team 30-10. to Haskins sat. Uh, they had the quarterback come back in, Alex Smith, who hadn't played in like 900 years because of that devastating leg injury. And to watch his wife in the stands, who looked horrified to see him on the field, I didn't feel good about that, especially when they, the starting quarterback had got dinged up but was all right to come back in. I would have took Alex out, especially in a rainy field. There was nothing to gain, but I guess he now has confidence that he could do it. And so congratulations to Alex Smith for actually making it through a football game where most of us never thought we'd see you in a uniform or on a field ever again. The Jacksonville Jaguars played the Houston Texans, and the Houston Texans finally got a victory, people. They won the game 30-14. to 14. So congratulations, Mr. Watson, on that. I mean, they really needed this game, especially after Bill O'Brien was fired. They had to say, like, you know what, look at us. We got a victory without this bum. I never liked Bill O'Brien. So the Arizona Cardinals beat the New York Jets 30-10. to 10. The Jets are horrific. Flacco did not look well. Uh, at least uh, Bell played, but they're just not a very good team. And the Cardinals really needed this. Not like they looked so fantastic, but they really needed a victory. And if you lose to the Jets when you need a victory, you basically can write it in for the season. The Philadelphia Eagles played the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Pittsburgh Steelers won 38-29. And this kid, Chase Claypool, went off. He looks like a future star, but his one game, so we got to pump the brakes a little bit. Let's see what he looks like in the weeks coming. But it does mean that Big Ben has an additional target, and the Pittsburgh Steelers seem to be off to a very good start, so I believe that they will be in the chase all year. The Cincinnati Bengals came down to earth by playing the Baltimore Ravens, and they lost 27-3. It was a fairly easy game. Joe Barrow could not get off at all. A.J. Green looked like he was just walking around out there like he's lost. I don't understand how this guy went from a spectacular player to almost invisible on the football field. But I guess sometimes we get old overnight, and this seems to be one of those situations. The Miami Dolphins went into San Francisco and shocked the 49ers by destroying them 43-17. San Francisco was never in this game. Garofalo did not look well. They pulled him. Fitzpatrick looked very good. Like I said, they scored 43 points against, even if San Francisco couldn't get going offensively, they were supposed to be able to at least hold the Dolphins and check on the road. So this is a game we must talk about. The New York Giants lost to the Dallas Cowboys 37-34. But... Dak Prescott was injured in a devastating way. I'm not too optimistic about the future. 
I hope that Dak is in a good mental place. I hope that Dak uh, can rebound from this. I think he's a winner, and he'll be a winner in life if he never dons a football jersey again. And it was horrible to see this. Horrible. And I'm sure this is going to be the water water cooler talk of the day for at least a couple of days. I mean, if you have not seen it, I'm not requesting that you see this. Just reading the articles is enough. And and I wish that Dak and Jerry Jones would have secured Dak's future better so that he doesn't even have to worry about, you know, money later on down the line. I mean, I know he got the franchise tag for this year, but down the line, I mean, he has no contract next year. What do the Cowboys do? Do they do the right thing? Does Jerry bring him back? I mean, do they work with him through rehab? Because he had to have surgery last night. And like I said, it was a very devastating injury. This is one of those, you understand now, if you didn't understand before, how dangerous it is to be on a football field. Your life and your limbs are on the line, for real. The Indianapolis Colts lost to the Cleveland Browns, 32-23. to Ah. Cleveland Browns are kind of shockingly a decent team. Are they a threat to do anything? No, I do not believe in Baker Mayfield long term. But Odell seems to be getting more in the mix, and their running game is tight. That running game, even without Chubbs being in there, Hunt is an awesome running back. So Cleveland should be able to put up a fight for the rest of the season. Now, Sunday night, we had the Seattle Seahawks beat the Minnesota Vikings 27-26. I put the Minnesota Vikings as among the most disappointing teams of the year. They have no momentum. They have too much talent, and they consistently, they can pull off a victory and then lose three, maybe win two. I mean, I just don't know what's going on. I don't know if Zimmer has lost the team, if they don't believe in Cousins. I mean, Stephon Diggs was a huge loss, obviously, But I thought Minnesota would be a little better. But Seattle Seahawks are just rolling along. They are 5-0. Russell Wilson is playing the best football out of any quarterback in the league right now as far as I'm concerned. I only can speak for myself. But I think that Russell is actually playing at a level that's better than Patrick Mahomes, which is a hard thing to say. Patrick is spectacular, but Russell is so damn steady. And those wide receivers go all out. Those running backs like Carson go all out. That defense is tight. Seattle will be around when the chips are being counted at the end of the season. Now, we're supposed to have a early Monday night football game, 5 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time, the Denver Broncos at New England Patriots. But this game has now been postponed. I believe it's been moved all the way to next Sunday. I mean, so the NFL has got some COVID movement around to do, and it's kind of weird. And we'll see how this plays out as the year goes on. I don't think it bodes well for the NFL because these guys can't be in any form of bubbles. Not football teams. You can't. There's no place that has places that multiple teams can play at multiple times or even in multiple days. And this is not something you could stagger Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and have games all those days. It's just not going to work out. So the regular ESPN game, Monday Night Football tonight, is the Los Angeles Chargers versus the New Orleans Saints. 
The New Orleans Saints are going to be without their star wide receiver, Michael Thomas. He's been suspended for one game for something detrimental to the team. I believe this is what they say, that he punched a teammate. Michael Thomas seems like the coolest guy, but I don't know what's going on with New Orleans, and I hope that he bounces back from this, and he is such a security blanket to Drew Brees that I believe that the Chargers are going to give them problems. I didn't say they will win. I still got the Saints at home winning the game. It's just going to have to be heavy Kamora. Kamora, Kamora, and then a little bit more Kamora. And Drew Brees better be on top of his game tonight. If not, the Chargers might be able to eke one out. But they are also being led by rookie quarterbacks. So I'm thinking the Saints will be able to hold tight at home. Let's not forget, we also have a Tuesday night game, people. That's going to be the Buffalo Bills at Tennessee Titans. Tennessee hasn't played a while due to COVID. Another one of these games that's been moved is going to be 7 o'clock on CBS Eastern Standard Time. So that's kind of a special treat, a Tuesday night football game. And by the way, I almost forgot to say, Major League Baseball, with both teams kicking off the ALDS and the NLDS, DCs, I, I'm, forgive me, they will be playing baseball almost every day this week. So if you're a baseball fan, you got baseball almost every day this week. Now, this has been Strange Talk with Doc, and I really appreciate you sitting with me. I hope that you would visit my website, that you would leave a message on any app, YouTube, or any place that you hear this show, negative or positive, that you would subscribe, share with your friends, and you would also, if you have the opportunity, because how do I know that somebody who's not a multimillionaire doesn't listen in? If you would be a sponsor of some way, shape, or form, I do take sponsorships. It's not a requirement. It never will be a requirement. It's just something that will help me to gain some control over my own product by being able to move away from some of the sites that I'm on. And I know that's not your problem. That's my issue. And as I get bigger, I will move from those sites, and I will find a permanent one-place home, and this one-place home will be my be-all, do-all. And uh, I wish that you have a great week. Like I said, I'm not going to be here next Saturday. I'm not going to be here next Monday, and I hope to hear from you Hope that you stay healthy, that you stay safe, that you stay blessed. Green lights all the way. And I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours.